0: Welcome to Kirti Kundalini Podcast, where we discuss spiritual insights, tips, and tools for exalted living. Now, let me just preface by saying that I am not a doctor, nor am I qualified really in any way to be giving you advice, medical or otherwise, but I'm here to share a candid discussion about my own journey through trauma recovery and emotional energetic healing. On this podcast, I'll be sharing with you an ideological perspective guided by my own interpreted inspirations. What is she talking about? Tune in, you'll find out. These inspirations have and continue to give me relief from suffering and the tools to live a life I love. My name is Leah Gibson, welcome. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for meeting me here. My lifestyle cycle has recently shifted in a big way. And as they do for all of us, chapters close, a new one opens, and lifestyle schedule has shifted and opened in some ways for the first time in quite a while for me. So that being said, as soon as I started clearing up the tasks that needed to be taken care of, started to settle into being here fully again, which is actually what I'm gonna be talking about today. (laughs) My next creative impulse was to hop on and start sharing content with you guys. I'm actually really excited to be working on different avenues, different modalities of sharing the content and organizing it to share in bigger ways. And I'm excited about that. So it's going to begin with a weekly offering starting with this segment today. And I'll keep you posted on what's to come in further developments. So it's my intention, and I'm going to maintain this for as long as my schedule allows, and I'm just going to say I'm going to do it. My intention is to share weekly offerings once a week in an episodic format. This is the intention of the episodic format. So as you may or may not know, if you're new to joining me, if you're just hopping on, I am a certified Kundalini Yoga instructor, and I'm devoted to the practices of Kundalini Yoga, and through my commitment to the practices and different energetic spiritual awakenings that I've experienced with the practice. One of the interests, one of the curiosity that has moved through me is, is channeling higher information. So what that means is essentially I, I allow myself to go into a deeply relaxed State, and then I receive a transmission of inspiration if you'd like to understand it that way. But for me, it's a very precise type of vibration of me connecting with an energetic collective of beings, if you will. I know that all sounds very woo woo to me, it truthfully is really no different than opening up to receive inspired ideas. And for me, it's just tuning to the energy of this collective and receiving ideological information that is insightful and most importantly, empowering as we navigate. This human experience. So that being said, that's my introduction, how I conduct my spiritual affairs in that way. So it's my intention with these episodes to share with you an inspired transmission. So spiritual insight is received by me through the collective I work with. Again, if it's too much, just think that I'm receiving a metaphor. It's really how I receive the messages is through actually a picture, a metaphor, and then there's an energetic transmission with it. As I decipher the message, as I explain it in words, it articulates as it moves through me. So every episode I intend to devote to explaining a teaching that way. And then I will challenge it. I will apply it to personal experience, personal story in my life. So y'all are going to get to know me a little bit. Really more committed to authenticity and to sharing and connection and, and vulnerability. And so I'll be applying it and sharing with you a personal story on my life and how that applies and how I experience it, how it works or does not work. They always work, but... <laughs> And so a description and an explanation of the channeled teaching the insight will be the first part of the episode. The second part of the episode in a different piece will be a guided meditation or Kundalini Kriya or otherwise spiritual method that I will guide you through as a tool supportive of the inspired teaching. And so just to be clear, each episodic topic will be airing in two segments, culminating as one theme, part one and part two. And why this is important for me to share with you is because there's a really significant difference between knowledge and wisdom. The difference being that knowledge is idea, information, intellect, sometimes the sharing of inspired thought, but there's a very significant difference when knowledge becomes received through the sensory system in the form of experience. Knowledge experienced becomes wisdom. It's one thing for me to sit here and share with you my inspired ideas, this interpreted information that I receive, but I'm receiving these insights, these inspirations, these ideas From the higher guidance that I collaborate with, because I've been committed to these energetic practices. Every day, I commit time to these experiential transmissions that sensitize my system to receive this information. My experience has become attuned to a rich reservoir of knowledge through the transmission of its energy in my direct experience. And it's such a wholehearted, beautiful, elevating, exalting experience for me that I am wholeheartedly devoted to sharing the practices that get me here with you. A lot of them are founded in the practice of Kundalini Yoga, the yoga of higher consciousness, utilizing these ancient technologies to sensitize the physical system to receive in this way. Some are other energetic practices that I have discovered and am discovering along the way. So all of the practices that I will share with you in part two of these podcast episodes are an offering for my heart, for you to have your own experience and for you to decide for yourself what is helpful, what is useful, what is inspiring, what works for you. Don't leave it up to me to tell you these ideas, Discover for yourself. One of the most important and the most crucial themes upon our collective consciousness at this time especially is that of sovereignty, of knowing oneself on a soul level, in the grander scheme of things, from the perspective that is transcendent from our pure physical identifications. In kundalini yoga, we call this maya maya means illusion it refers to the illusion of form the illusion that what we see with the naked eye is what we are is what exists in the grander scheme of things in the grander reality we are so much more than meets the eye and so the invitation are the invitations for you to remember to recall to recollect to become curious, that you might allow yourself to become curious about your greatness, about your expansive nature, about the timeless, formless, infinity nature of that which you truly are, expansive beyond the physical form. And in this theme of soul sovereignty, I invite you to take full responsibility for all of your affairs. And I mean all of your affairs in the ways that your energetic self, takes refuge, and expresses itself in all ways, in all manners. May the you that is really, truly you know yourself. May the you that is truly you be the one to authorize yourself, to initiate yourself with every choice, with every decision you make. For every choice and every decision we make is what we consent to, and this is where our attention and focus lands. And where our attention and focus lands is where we are directing our creative capacity. And we are always at all times creating in this way. May you, in the you of who you truly are, challenge every piece of information presented to you and may you decide, may you decide what works and what doesn't. May you authorize yourself, may you initiate yourself as the leader of your destiny as you really truly are. Welcome, my friend. All right, so here we are. Here I am on this podcast with decidedly some topics to talk about. Well, let me just tell you, I haven't organized a trajectory for these episodes in any particular way. I just know that I, at this point, have so much ongoing connection, communication, and yes, collaboration with my higher energetic guides that I thought I'd just dive in and allow the flow of content To be inspired through my connection with them. And so, that being said, how do I determine where to start, what topic to start with for my first episode with you? Well, I thought I would begin with something that I have had a great deal of personal experience with. And as I sit down to record this first episode for you, it is certainly something that I am and have been counteracting with as of late. so here we go. That topic happens to be on the experience of loneliness, the experience of loneliness, and so, this first episode is devoted to understanding, exploring the ideas behind this sensation. What is actually going on here? It's something that I have felt at various intervals of my entire life. I think many of us can agree that it is a pretty ubiquitously widespread felt experience of the human condition. We can associate it with other people. We can associate it with circumstance. Most often we can associate it with lack thereof, lack of other people, lack of a certain person, lack of someone with a giant question mark, lack of someone that's not there or circumstance. For me, it's something that I have felt both triggered from shifts in my personal life and also seemingly triggered by nothing at all, seemingly a pervasive sense of a condition somehow at different times. And so in honor of my long-term relationship with the experience of loneliness, I devote this podcast episode number one to understanding what is going on here. Let's find out. And so I did take this topic to my guides as I will take every topic each episode to the guides and have them explain to me energetically what is actually going on here. How can we understand it? in a more expansive manner. And it never ceases to amaze me when I collaborate with them in this way. I may think that I am seeking query about a certain topic, but the information that comes through reveals itself to be comprehensive of a much more expansive issue. And so this first podcast episode being a perfect example of the fact that as I take to them the query of what is happening with the experience of loneliness, the teaching that has been delivered is so much more overarching and vast than I was considering it might be. And it begins with the idea that loneliness as a sensory experience, it can be experienced by us in a way that feels like it's a state of being. And the teaching begins from the guides with the idea that it is not so much about accepting the experience of loneliness as a state of being. It is about understanding that deeper sensory experience to be a form of dialogue from our higher energetic self so that the deeper sensory experience that we are counteracting is less of a Potential hardship that we might be perceiving, and more of an opportunity to understand ourselves energetically with greater capacity so let me expand on this so essentially the idea that has come through the overarching themes related to the experience of loneliness is i mean it's coming through in soul speak soul speak big topic big idea so it's really coming through in, in using the sensory information of discomfort as information as dialogue from our higher energetic self right this is something i've talked about a lot it's something that a lot of spiritual teachings are devoted to and it's really essentially any spiritual practice is about remembering that we are not our, our sensations, remembering that we are not our emotions, remembering that we are, are something changeless. It's not that we're changeless, but I mean, what's the word I'm looking for? Immovable. <laughs> Timeless formless, that which does not really change, right? We can grow and evolve as a soul, as an energetic being. Yes, yes, yes. That's why we descend. That's why we arrive. That's why we experience, of course. But if you consider the human experience day-to-day, right? Emotional experience. Emotions change. Emotions move. <laughs> Emotions are the element of water, ever flowing, ever moving. And so to engage in any mindful practice is to start recognizing the emotions and that we we and you not me we are the stillness behind the emotional ride and it is my deepest passion well I'll be selfish for a moment it is my most gratifying personal experience in total solitary to arrive at that space of that which i Fully am, which is this vast reservoir of stillness and peace and expansive presence. We have a word for it in Kundalini in Sanskrit. It's called Shunya, which I've spoken about quite a bit on this page. Shunya is the zero state. It means the state of zero, the state of nothing. And Kundalini kriyas in meditation, different intentions with each one, but essentially we wish to arrive at that space, at that reservoir to meet the expansive self, right, yoga. Means to yoke, to merge the finite self, the personality, thinking, world interfacing self with the infinite self, with the soul, with the tentacle of God, the tentacle of source. You are not separate from the life force energy that threads through all living things, through all things, through all things. And so Shunya is the meeting point between the two. It is the meeting point between the two. To me, Shunya feels like, and it has has been delivered to me in channeled message as the meeting place of of arriving at the bed of the river, which is the constant stream of the continuous self. It is where me as the witnesser comes to find myself standing at the edge of the riverbed, witnessing the constant current, the continuous self, which is me, which is the life force energy. And it feels like the truth of who you are immediately. And when you know the truth of, of who you are, when you know that feeling, then you are immediately released from that which you are not, right? And to love yourself, to be an expression of that which is the feeling of who you really are, and to then be able to witness and experience and love all others from the that which who they really are is is my I mean it's my everything. <laughs> What are we doing this for, right? And so the weekly channeled message is actually one on the way in which our soul, our higher energetic self seeks to communicate with us, with the interfacing self, with the environmentally interfacing self, the personality self. And essentially the soul has one agenda, (laughs) <laughs> and that is to authentically self-express. Okay. To authentically self-express particularly in an expansive manner. Because the soul is the fabric of life force energy. Life force energy is the unseen substance which permeates, runs through all living things, through all things, through all things within the universal order, there is an element of expansion. The life force energy seeks to expand, take shape, spill over, expand again, expand again, expand again. So it seeks to move through you in authentic self-expression as individualized through you to connect with others, with other life force energy. Now, because it has to move through and express through us as the personality self interfacing with environment that is actually a temporal being and a human form, which becomes imprinted through early childhood trauma, which is essentially any type of aggravation, and the ego narrates to protect us from danger, which is essentially absolutely anything new. We've we've got we've got. Ch- Challenges in place, right? And if we always make decisions based on the ego's wishes, which are to keep us safe, and and that is to avoid anything which might be new if we've had early childhood experiences, which all of us have had, all of us have had that, you know, we're particularly afraid of or that, you know, we, we just can't get over or that we don't even remember and we don't even know about. But if we just essentially always listen to the personality thinking, self-limiting belief mind, the soul will wilt. The soul will wilt. Because if it's not being expressed in an expansive movement through you, we're gonna suffer. We're gonna suffer. We wanna, we wanna essentially recognize on an energetic level that we are here to conduit the soul, to conduit life force energy in the ways that feel so good and deliver to the highest good. And that has nothing to do with sexuality, sexual identity, demographic, social status, nothing at all. It's same page as all of us. So how does the soul speak to you? How does the soul speak to you? It speaks to you through deeper sensory sensations that the deeper, the deeper sensations of emotions that are not just, you know, hormonal fluctuations. I'm not saying to ignore those things. I'm not saying to ignore the situations. I'm not, I'm not even saying to white knuckle it through something that feels really painful. Sometimes that may be right, depending on the circumstance. I'm not saying to just only take the easy route and do everything that feels sweet and light and, you know, easy. You don't want to do anything hard. I'm not saying that either. I mean, it's, it's a deeper, it takes a deeper level of awareness to recognize what the intent is behind either one of those courses of actions when one may be appropriate and the other may be the right one, right? But it's the intention of really initiating ourselves, initiating ourselves to be the authority figure of our own lives. It means being our own parent. It means being our own guardian. It means being our own high priestess. It means being our own emperor, whatever language you want to use. No one's going to take care of the affairs of your soul except for you and no one can no one's coming to the rescue in this particular area of being but you will you will you choose it and what will it take right what will it take for you to listen what will it take for you to recognize your soul's needs the topic that i initially intended to inquire about this week with my guides was one on loneliness and it delivered me to to this topic of soul speak because i'll I'll share candidly with you now there've been many changes in my lifestyle many changes in my lifestyle recently a lot of travel a lot of a lot of moving about, a lot of shifts in my sleeping pattern, a lot of shifts in the relation the, in the status of relationships near to me. There's been a lot of lifestyle change, and that's putting it lightly. And for the first time in over a year, uh, I've come home to my dear friend of mine recently termed it crash pad. Yes, this is my crash pad. <laughs> I've recently come home to my, to, to, to the crash pad that I keep in this world for the first time in over a year to, to stay for a while. And that is to like arrive back with my belongings, you know, things that weren't living in a suitcase with me that I wasn't dragging this this place, that place. It is to be able to actually settle and sleep in my own bed and wake in my own room, which for many months this year, I didn't even know what that was. I was seeking to, I was seeking the experience of being able to feel rooted. And, and, and so that meant essentially it manifested in me turning certain situations into a home like setting and and seeking to want to grow my little roots and in an area that really wasn't fertile ground for me in certain ways or, and then I felt uprooted and tossed about and, oh yes, a bunch of, Bunch of change of, of that nature for me, and so and so here I've come back to my crash pad for the first time in over a year to stay for the foreseeable future. And you know what's so interesting is that almost immediately, and really for really quite heavily, did I feel this deep sensation that it took me a, a short while to 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 really develop a language for and really try to clarify and not be of the feeling but be able to identify the feeling and with words and it was loneliness it was so interesting to me I felt deeply lonely and and you know and this is the thing is that I, w- I was aware of the fact also witnessing because I do this you know my my Kundalini Sadhana is a daily anchoring point for me and I'm deeply committed to the process and i wanting to understand and elevate. I was deeply aware of the fact that my mind, my ego wanted to narrate why I was feeling lonely, who I might be missing, you know, we wanted to kind of be an Eeyore and drag its feet about and hang its head and live not here right now. It wanted to feel energetically displaced. It wanted to feel courted in the past. It wanted to feel dissociatively not here. And in some ways, Uh, I wasn't fully here yet, which is actually a next piece of this teaching because it was asking about the loneliness and really what came through in the message was one on changing gears, but changing gears in in a bigger way, not just like, oh, click the gear change and now we're going faster. It's about, the teaching is one on attunement, energetic attunement, energetic attunement, which is like a broader stroke, A chess move that the higher energetic self of all that I am was wanting to arrive to had decided it was ready for, and the thinking mind, the narrating mind, the personality mind, the frantic mind wanted to just keep being scattered with ideas of of things over there. It was as if, if I allowed myself to get carried away in in the story, I kept consecrating the energetic cords between me and these things. Were now behind me. Like now, I was, you know, the the soul self, the the energetic self, was ready to like move away from. It was ready to move away from them and just be here now and create consciously from here now, moving forward. And I'm talking in in, in grander ways about creating anew, creating anew. And yet, this sort of attunement, actually in a grander way, it demands that we demand it. So, and so it actually it took some some meditative deep dives for me to really feel this and really discover that I needed to be clear with my intentions. We are always at all times creating when our, and we are creating through the direction of our attention and focus. And so as my attention and focus were following the narration of what was behind me, my efficacy with creating consciously was scattered, was fragmented. And I, what, what was, what was being asked of me through the, through the, the tensions and through essentially the the pain of this experience of loneliness was that I needed to demand the recall of that focus, of that energy. I needed to recall that focus and energy back to right now and actually follow the direction of what my soul was trying to tell me. Just arrive right here and follow the inclinations of this authentic expression. (sighs) No big deal. (laughs) And so the lesson specifically on loneliness was one on the idea that loneliness can be confused with ego identification of missing someone etc whoever that may be or or missing a certain something you know i'm saying you know well i'm single and i wish i had someone i feel so lonely right the insight teaching that has come through on loneliness is really that it is energetically they're showing me like the image of of the energy of that which is seeking to move through us and express being being stopped Mm, particularly actually at the rib cage and it's turned inward and there's a heaviness and there's not a movement right there's not a movement and so there's a feeling of disconnection from the gratifying flow of life force energy which is the magic of life right so when so so what it's seeking actually is to i i see it they show it to me as moving through the top of the crown and expanding and extending through through the ribcage, through the arms, through the hands, and moving through you to connect and land. And it's not that it stops where, it's, where it lands, it's just that it's really truly seeking the connection of joining, merging with other. And as it joins and merges with other, it carries on as the constant current of the continuous self in that natural flow of expression. And that is when we as the finite selves, the Personality selves, we actually become oh, the conduit. We be we become the. We are always at all times the conduit, but that's when we feel this hum this particular resonance which is the signature frequency vibration of that which you really are but you're humming with it and you are in flow with it and all you do in every expression in your life from the way you brush your teeth to the way you make coffee in the morning to the way you make love I will say it anything you do at all to any degree becomes an expression of who you are, you feel alive with the magic of that, right? It feels like being a part of the dance of life as opposed to perhaps sitting on the sidelines watching the dance from the bleachers and feeling like you'd really like to get up and move with everybody, but no one's invited you. Oh, how lonely. Get up. Hit the dance floor, <laughs> right? So um, so that was, that was the teaching of loneliness where it's actually, it's not missing somebody or, or missing someone special or not having anyone. It's, it's information from soul speak of how can I, how can I express myself? What am I not, what am I not opening to receive and deliver and express myself and connect to other through? And the moment that we connect to community in any way is the moment we feel the relief. The relief is the connection, the constant flow, the continuous self merging. all right my friends so that concludes the first part of episode one in the second half of this counterpart i will briefly recap the information of the channel teaching and follow with a guided activity and meditation in support of the channel teaching i'll see you there shortly Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Kirti Kundalini Podcast. If you like what you hear, please go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. And if you have a moment, it would mean the world to me if you took a moment to rate and comment on the material on Apple iTunes. This helps support my sole purpose of sharing these teachings into the world. As Apple will promote my material based on this type of platform interaction. Additionally, I invite you to share this episode, share this podcast series on your social media Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, shout it from the rooftops, tell your friends in whatever way you feel called to do so. Again, it helps me to get these teachings, which are my sole purpose, out into the world. And I thank you from my heart. And as always, always, please don't hesitate to be in touch with me with your questions, queries, your thoughts and feelings. I am here for it. You can find me on my platform, kirtikundalini.com. You can sign up for the email list, which is a great way to keep in touch with me. And it's where I will also share all of the opportunities to work with me individually if this calls to you in any way. Thank you so much for being here. Lots of love. I'll see you soon.